Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-854-1055. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-854-1055-800-854-1055-800-854-1055. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Kuhn and Denise Dirks and our producer, Cal Hunter. Welcome to this beautiful, beautiful weekend of uh, January 8th, 2022. Welcome to the new year. Uh, look, we're excited about 2022. Let's make it a better year than 2020 and 21. Not that we didn't have good years, but hey, let's get rid of this pandemic thing. Let's let's uh, let's all hopefully get better and uh, get back to normal, right? Denise and Todd, that's what we want to do. And we just and, and Cal, we just let's just get back to our lives. That's I don't want to have to go every place and say, "See, I've been tested. See, right. I've been vaccinated." Right. Come on, right? I know. We want to just live a life, right? Exactly. Let's hope. Let's hope for the 2022. We're we're throwing out good vibes from Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to call. We're talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. Seek local counsel. Um, you know what? We'd like to uh, welcome our uh, new affiliates. Uh, I, just, I don't know what I did with my paper. So uh, go to RadioLawTalk.com and look at um, – it says uh, stations we're on. And look at the top two stations, one in Alabama and one in Illinois. Springfield, Illinois, the capital. Springfield, Illinois. That's exactly right. So uh, we love having new affiliates coming on board. Yeah. What we're going to do this hour, we're going to do a lot of things. We're going to talk about Nirvana. We're going to talk about, believe it or not, there's a lawsuit with uh, the Jackass, that that show. Um, We're going to talk about gun laws that California is trying to pass. And one thing we're going to bring up, though, we just finished with Maxwell case. Um, and discuss the issue of, uh, you know, the jurors and what a juror mis- whether or not there's juror misconduct. Did we talk a little bit about what the new law in California is? They're going to try to get the new juror um, um, laws. I can't remember the, if we the, talked about it on the air. I know we did off the air. We we didn't talk about it on the air, but there are new laws in the state of California yeah. for 
how jury selection can be conducted and what lawyers can rely on when exercising certain challenges. It's interesting, and it is changing the map. Well, let's wait and see when yes. it passes. We're not going to discuss it now. We'll, we'll hold that in the, hold that it in the queue. It passed. It, it's effective oh. as of January 1st. It is done. January 1st of 2022? Of, of 2022. It's, oh, okay. It is the new law. Plus so. the pool from which they're drawing jurors has changed, right. and I have some questions about that. Sure. So let's talk about that a little later in the show. We're, okay. we've, we've got it all queued up, but we just... Want to make sure we talk about that. Um, and then we've got, uh, shoot, there's there's so many other issues going on. Dr. Dre is paying his ex-wife some money. We're going to talk about that because we got Denise Dirks here, our uh, family law attorney. But, man, alive, wait until you figure out, what's, hear what's going on in this divorce settlement with Dr. Dre. Let's just, for the fun of that, Denise, let's do that first after our case or no case. Okay, let's, I want you to talk about this because Denise is... Uh, it's a wealth of knowledge, and we've been talking a lot about a criminal stuff, and it's time to, to get into that. And then I want to talk about – this is pretty funny – Mike Lindell's defamation lawsuit. <laughs> Cal, I mean, I think Todd said it best, like, who who yeah. needs the defamation? Say, say, uh, say what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a secret affair with Jane what – what's her name? Krakowski? Jane Krakowski. Yeah. That's right. Which I think – well, I better be careful. Well, we'll, we'll I wait. I gotta be yeah, careful yeah. what I say because I just think she's she's funny, she's intelligent, and she's gorgeous. And, I agree. And I was like, <laughs> really? Uh, okay. Uh, but he's not. I yeah, no comment. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Don't tell that to Jane. Yeah. No. yeah. Well, I don't know that Jane. Jane said she doesn't even know who the guy is. Allegedly, right? Yeah. Allegedly, Jane's saying she doesn't even know who the guy is and doesn't. Well, at least doesn't really have had anything to do with the guy. So. Anyway, we're going to talk about that, but uh, let's do a case or no case, if that's okay, Cal. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. I take you to Cape Girardeau, Missouri, where Gil LeFontaine was a father looking for a home for his family. Unlike many home shoppers, he was fully prepared. Pre-approval on the loan and all of that stuff. He and his live-in lover, Glenda Forrester, found a home and decided they were going to put down roots in the northeast part of town. Glenda called Gil her fiancé, meaning to her they were intending to marry. Gil called her his girlfriend. And everything went along smoothly until escrow closed. And a year and a half after that, Glenda said to Gil, Gil, you promised me that we would marry as soon as we bought a home together. It's been a year and a half since we did. So let's do the right thing. Oh, and besides, I'm going to have a baby, and I would like the boy to be born under your family name. Gil, all of a sudden, was feeling very trapped. A wife and a child was in his mind too much, even though they'd been playing house together for almost seven years. So he put it off. The baby delivery time drew nearer and nearer, and Glenda became more and more insistent. So on Friday, Gil hit his limit. He said to her, if I'd have wanted to marry you, I'd have done it a long time ago. He packed up his things and went back to his parents' house. Glenda went crazy and had prepared herself for this day. As Gil prepared to pull away, she said, this is a day you're going to regret. Gil said, tell me about it. <laughs> Glenda then went to a lawyer and said, he promised. I want Gil to marry me like he promised, to keep his word. He breached our contract. I want to sue. Is this a case or no case? Fred Penny, go. I'm trying to figure out how to stay neutral on this so I can get points <laughs> and really make my my my, <laughs> my uh, cohorts here get mad. So, uh, look, this is uh, this is so off the wall that I was like, this, this is this is something that Cal made up, but it's just so bizarre. I'm going to say it's a case, 
and I'm saying Glenda and Gil. Glenda wants to uh, enforce the marriage contract. Glenda loses, but she still tries to enforce the marriage contract. But, you know, she's going to get some good child support, I think. Uh, and uh, maybe uh, that's something Denise Dirks will discuss. I'm going to say it's a case, and Glenda loses. All right, fair enough. Mr. Kiernan, what say you, case or no case? You know, when you when you talked about how she started making demands and he started feeling that uh, that pressure, that trap feeling, I, oddly enough, I identified with him. But anyway, <laughs> I, I digress. But I'm not on the jury, right? Oh, no, the, the noose was. <laughs> so essentially, the way you pitched it, Cal, was that she talked to the lawyer to see if she could enforce the agreement to force him to marry her? Right. He promised her he would. Okay. I don't believe that uh, you, you can get specific performance to force somebody to walk down the aisle. You, you may be able to argue a common law marriage. You may be able to argue a bunch of things. But to force somebody to actually have to go through with the, with, with the nuptials, uh, I, I don't think that is a cause of action that she would prevail on. So I'm going to say – no case based on that technicality. There was no case filed forcing him to have to marry her. Fair enough. Okay. Now, Ms. Dirks, this is right up your alley of expertise. If this fell in your alley, what would you do? Throw it away? What would you say? What would you do? Well, if it was California law, I would know a little better. It's not. It's Missouri. So I do not practice law at all in Missouri. <laughs> I mean, I can, you know, do an analogy with California law as to what may or may not happen. Um, the question is, can she sue for breach of the promise to marry? Right. And if she can, what are her damages? Right. Now, I have to ask a question. Um, did she go untitled? So they bought the house together. Bought it correct? together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he moved out. Yeah. Okay. And it, she can't really claim he abandoned the house. Um I don't know. Missouri is different kind of law. If it was, we could talk about Marvin v. Marvin. Remember Lee Marvin? Yes. Well, Lee Marvin, um, there was a case where his longtime girlfriend, she sued him for breach of an oral agreement to support her. Oh, don't keep going, keep going. And that verbal agreement, um, the Supreme Court of California determined it could be a cause of action that was enforceable. And they could apply community property laws to a non-married couple. However, in Lee Marvin's case, he won ultimately after many appeals because she could not show and have any proof of the oral terms of the agreement. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll be back after this uh, with more case or no case. We're going to talk about the oral agreement about getting married. Uh, I think if that's the case. There'll be a lot of people being sued. So we'll be back after this. We'll be right back. This is Radio Law Talk. Hold on. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him, like, a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. 
and they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town get your new windows patio doors and more from the window replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-710-3739-800-710-3739-800-710-3739 that's 800-710-3739 is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48%. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. This is no fun. Who told you that? This is Radio Law Talk. 
behind the scenes, let me tell you what happened. We thought Denise already gave her answer, and <laughs> Todd and I were like, okay, this is why it's this. Oh, now we – because usually you shut up until the end. And she's like, I didn't get my answer yet. Yeah, that's going to be a good thought I need to do. So go ahead, Denise, and finish with your answer on – give a brief overview to what, what the case was about. Again. Okay, so there was a man named Gil and his girlfriend, Glenda. And they bought a house together, and Glenda said to Gil, hey – you promised me that once we bought a house together, we would get married. So she, he moved out. He said no. She got pregnant. She wanted to give the child his name, and he moved out. So she went to the lawyer to see whether or not she had a cause of action. And I had <coughs> missed that detail about she wanted to give the uh, baby his name. So maybe the whole thing is about a paternity matter. And if it was about a paternity matter, she could give that baby his last name because she has a right to do that. She can actually get a court order that that's the child's name. So I'm going to say both of you guys said no case, right? You uh, both said no, no case. No, I said it is a case and she loses. I said it is a case. He said no case. I said no case. Hmm. What a dilemma, Denise. I know. <laughs> it's like twice today. I'm going to say, well, I'm just going to have fun because I am obviously ahead of these guys. Clearly. So I'm going to say that it is a case yes. and she wins Ooh. a paternity case. Fair enough. All right. Do you want to, I'll give you the answer. Yes, we want to know. We want to know. I'm for those of you who say this is a case. Me and that Denise. Would be Fred, I say... I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh. He made it up. I made it up. I'm sorry. I made it up, but that's how it is. But one thing that is also is case or no case. If you have any ideas for case or no case, the weird, the wacky, the unusual, email me at info at radiolawtalk.com. I'd love to hear from that's you. That's great. That's the good yeah. good plug there, Cal. Thank you. And that is case or no case. Back that's to the awesome. show. Man, yeah. that's great. Did we want to talk about something before we go into Nirvana? Uh, what were we going to yeah, talk yes. about? You asked a question about last that. hour. That's right. You and did. you asked a question about uh, whether or not um, there was some kind of immunity for Prince Andrew. Oh, yes, I did. And I called it a diplomatic immunity. And um, the answer to that question is that no, only the queen and her immediate family have immunity. He's now moved out. He's a grown man. He has his own family. So he's not part of the queen's immediate family. So he oh. does not have diplomatic immunity. Well, as a lawyer, I'm going to argue that he's still part of the family and, you know, he, they could figure some out. But you're right. At the time of the alleged incidents, he was uh, part of the family and it depends what that means, but he's, he was older. 40. 40. But Denise, you brought up something interesting. He's being sued civilly about um, in this Maxwell case and the Epstein case of one of the girls that was allegedly 17 and he allegedly had an affair with, she's claiming, and you said at, at New York at age 17, there is consent. And that's why they brought up what, Denise? In right, the, in because the statutory rape is 16. And the age of consent in both California or in New York and in um, uh, New England, no, not in New England, yeah, in, in England, England, is 17. That's the age of consent. And so she had to argue that he forced her. So right. in other words, she lacked consent or she didn't give consent. Or is, is she arguing that she was 14, well, one of the 14-year-olds or not? Just that when she was 17 is what he's saying. Yeah, she was oh. not one of the 14-year-olds for Epstein purposes. Uh, that's, what a, what a, what a, that's all confusing. All right, let's move on. 
Let's move on. That's enough. Nirvana. Nirvana is a band, those of you who don't know that are over 70, uh, is a band that was during the grunge unit, grunge times, like in the 90s, that was very famous. Out of and, Seattle. Out of Seattle. And they're one of their most famous albums. I can't remember the name of what it was called, but it showed a baby um, swimming in a pool, and it was the baby didn't have clothes on, and his and the baby's father was like a... Um, I'm going to say an, an artist, and we're going to talk about what that father, you know, did, and and what's going on. Oh, are you playing that? Oh, okay, we're not leaving. You're just I'm, playing. I'm it. playing. Yeah, this this, this, is, this is Nirvana. This yeah, is, I know that's Nirvana, yeah, yeah. but I thought he was playing it did, as did an you, outtake. Did you say they were over seventy? No, I said if there's people over seventy oh, okay. that don't know what Nirvana is, that's what Nirvana <laughs> is. No, we got David Grohl, who's was part of it, is yeah, is probably I'd say he's, late fifties. He's fifty two. Oh, okay, mid middle mid fifties. You want to know a little bit a little a little, a little trivia? I I have a house. I sold it, but I had a house right across the street from um, from Dave Grohl. Really? Yep, right across the street. He he said the pinnacle of his life was living of, next well, to me. He was a he was a huge fan of Kiss growing up, yep. and his kid was in the same elementary school as Paul Stanley's kid. He used to see him every day at pick up and drop off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he said it was so weird to see my rock idol dropping off the kids with my kids at the same school. Oh, you want to hear something that's ironic? My first concert was Kiss and my last concert I saw was Kiss. Really? It's not odd. Cal? Shout it out loud. What do you have to say about <laughs> Kiss, Cal? I, know, I thought you were saying something about no, Kiss. No, no, I just I played in a band and all the little high school kids I played with were all big fans. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's they couldn't awesome. get their tongues long enough. This one. You know, <laughs> so what? We're off that. So what happens is this baby. They take this picture of the baby. He makes the cover. And by the way, his dad represented him and it was some sort of artist and photographer. And actually, it was interesting how the kid made the 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 face he made. He blew in his face and threw him in the water. But they said he's only in the water for a couple of seconds, right? And um, what happened is he later sues, saying that he was being. Uh, basically, uh, I guess, exploited as a child, and he wants to be paid by Nirvana's Because the child was nude in that picture, right? Right, that's exactly right. And it's funny, this kid, who's now an adult in his 30s or 40s, I can't remember, um, uh, probably in his 30s, um, it says his his age, has a tattoo on his chest with the picture of Nirvana's album, yeah, and every time they released the album, re-released it for like specialty albums, he always showed up and helped promo it. So right. it was like, oh, oh, now you have an objection after you've made money promoing it and all of this stuff. Well, the answer is the court just threw it out. That's yeah. what we're going to tell you. The court threw it out, said, eh, on its ear, you don't have a case. We're going to come back and talk about a uh, more radio law talk. Uh, just hold on. Again, I always say put your seatbelt on and take that little strap and tighten it really tight because we got more to come. We'll be back. You are listening to Radio Law Talk on many fine local radio stations, and we appreciate and love every one of them. And, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Remember, Radio Law Talk, from 9 to noon Pacific, every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast.
commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt is just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great. And they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, 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 car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack Car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's at... If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, that's stone. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. We're back. Uh, David called in. We appreciate your call, David, at 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO. Um, wait a minute. Dave, David, we'll, uh, we already know the question. We got the question. I didn't know Cal was going to put him on. My fault, sorry. Yeah, D- David, uh, let, let me ask. Let me answer your question because I know the question. So, and just hang on a little bit, okay? Go ahead and uh, put on hold just for a second, Cal. Um, okay, so David asked a vax mandate question. Um, so the question is vax or test? What do we think about that? What's going to happen? Um, that is going up to the United States Supreme Court. And we have talked about this in the past, and David, I want to go through this with you because we're going to briefly talk about it, but we're going to hold off until we hear from the Supreme Court. But the law, generally speaking, is, and again, we don't give legal advice, it's not legal advice, but there's a famous law back in the early 1900s that we've discussed before about mandating vaccinations in the courts of hell that states, and Todd's getting into this, can van- mandate some of these vaccines. Go ahead, Todd. Well- I was going to say they have to have the state has to have a compelling interest. And I think that's where it starts. Yeah, the the, the court found that in the old case from the early 1900s, the state of Massachusetts, under their police powers and able to and mandate to keep people safe, were justified in in issuing a a mandate for the smallpox vaccine. I think that's what it was at the time. And and a person appealed it. And the Supreme Court said, yes, that can happen. The issue before the Supreme Court on this one is. The challenge is whether or not the federal, not state, federal OSHA mandate applying to employers 
is constitutional. I think that the court, in looking at the questions they were asking yesterday when right. this was argued, seemed pretty focused on is this a state thing, which is essentially what our previous Supreme Court case says, right. or is this a federal thing? Because they didn't see where Congress had ever authorized the uh, federal right. OSHA to implement or to have this sort of um, oversight. And or so, there's no constitutional um, protections yeah. under that too. So it, it, the question is: Is it a federal? Right versus right. a state right. So it's a federal versus state right issue, right? That's right. That's right. And, I, and I think that the court, like many courts do, is going to go back and say, look, we don't create law. We just interpret the laws that are on the books. Right. And, and the way the laws are written in the state level and the federal level, it does appear that this is a state's issue, not a federal issue. And obviously, depending on how they rule, if they ruled that it was a state issue and not a federal issue, well, Congress could always go in and pass a law and, and, and give that sort of authority to OSHA, but it doesn't exist now. So the court Right, so they'll probably it. throw it back to the state and say it's per state. But guess what? That, start, that happened originally, didn't it, on same-sex marriage, that different states were – and then the feds came in and finally said, yes, it's, it's – it's, they mandated uh, – uh, That's know, true. That's true. So that, that, that was question. the big argument on same-sex marriage. It that, was. Hey, it's, it's, it's up to the uh, – state. So, yeah, I think it's going to change and I think it's going to be, David, I appreciate it, but I think what's going to happen is we're going to wait for the Supreme Court, but we think they're going to say, hey, you know what? This is a state issue. Cal, did he have any other questions or do you want well, to? I, gonna... I think we're good. Just okay. he'll call back, I'm sure, when the Supreme Court rules on this. Yeah, that's why yes. I wanted, David, we, we, when the Supreme Court rules, we'll talk about it more. Now, Thanks. there is another Thanks, argument about OSHA because OSHA does have powers to uh, protect employees in the workplace. So that part of it I don't think was adequately argued, maybe. I'm not sure. But remember, the Supreme Court has to take what it has before it um, and not really make up things. So we'll have yeah. to see what happens. Well, more important than that, we got Dr. Dre issues. <laughs> so, so go ahead and um, Denise, tell us what's going on with Dr. Dre and his uh, divorce. What's going on? Um, Dr. Dre. I'm sorry. Dr. Bre- Dre has um, he and his wife got divorced. They were a long term marriage and He's amassed quite a fortune, or they together have amassed quite a fortune. Um, he's worth $820 million. And um, so technically she should get half, right? I mean, that's that's what would happen in California. Whatever was acquired during the marriage, community property portion would be one half each. Um, but he didn't give her half. He basically gave her a one-fifth of what it was, but it's an agreement, so they can agree to anything. Cal's pay, playing some Dr. Dre. There we go. There you go. It's back up, Cal. We're fine now. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, there's Dr. Dre. All right. Thanks, Cal. We can only listen to so much Dr. Dre. i got to be language. Yeah, yeah, we are, yeah. We're good enough, yeah. So she's going to get $100 million, payable in two $50 million increments, $50 million wow. this year. And fifty million next year, and that's a big chunk of change. How long were they married? Did it say? Does it say how long? It's like twenty six years, I believe. Wow, she's getting twenty four years, hundred million, a hundred million. But twenty four wow. years, I mean, she's no, I agree, but that's just a lot of money. I just, you know, you're right. I mean, they isn't California, Denise? Were they married in California? She's doesn't she get a certain amount for the rest of her life in alimony if she's over how no, many years? She does not because what happened? And this, I don't know if this is California, to be honest. I don't know, um, but. 
but what I do know is that um, it's an agreement, and in the agreement, because she's getting a hundred million dollars, she's going to have enough of her separate estate, if you will, that she'll be able to um, support herself. So it's not like this is a support case at all. Apparently, she also gets to keep the Rolls Royce, the Range Rover, the Cadillac Escalade, or the Escalade limousine, and the Spider mo- motorcycle, plus her jewelry. So you know. She she she's she's doing pretty good. Yeah, but he gets to keep six vehicles. But yeah. what he was really trying to keep is the rights to his music. So he he got his master recordings and he got the stocks in Apple. Um, and he owns Beat. Um, Apple owns his um, Beats Electronics Company. So he really was more interested in keeping the things that he had created. And so I, you know. It, this is what happens when you get divorced is you do have to divide things up. And luckily in this case, they were able to come to a resolution. And it, this was even after she had alleged um, domestic violence. Wow. Yeah, and, and, and look, let, let's, you know, Dr. Dre, this is, so, this is curious to see how this, he has a net worth of almost, uh, almost a billion, $820 million. Yes. So um, I, I'm, I'm certain this is not going to set him back too far, too much. You know. Well, here's what's interesting. I didn't know that about his wife. Did you know? Uh, no. Uh, by the way, Los Angeles Superior Court. Okay. Um, so it is California. So here's – I didn't know this. Did you know his wife um, is uh, – she's the ex-wife of the retired NBA player. Uh, uh, what is it? Sedell Threat. I remember him. Sedell Threat. And um, then became Dr. Yeah, Sedell Threat. Threat. That's Threat. right. Threat. 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 I remember yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, that was that. She's the ex-wife of him, and then Dr. Dre. She married Dr. Dre, and then she got a hundred million bucks. Yeah. And Dr. Todd. Dre has a brain in your aneurysm that he talked about a little bit. Oh, uh, you know, sad. he's coming out of that. But uh, anyway, so Todd, she's available. I, I, yeah. I, I, Lots I, of drama. I'm going to swipe left. I'll, I'll swipe left on. Are oh, you swiping left? <laughs> on that swipe one? left on. All right. Yeah. They yeah. do have two adult children too, so their marriage was long term. Well, Todd and, doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe one matter. of them's hot, Todd. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Todd, go ahead and talk about something else other than your marriage. <laughs> no or lack of there. Or lack, of, lack thereof. Okay, so uh, California, th- this is – there's, there's a new law in town here in California when it comes to jury selection, especially in uh, criminal cases. And it, th- this new law is really uh, creating no small amount of concern for prosecutors. When you go through the jury selection process – Right. We've, we talked about this in the Maxwell case last hour. The, there are two things that the jury, that the attorneys are looking for. One is a potential juror subject to being dismissed for cause. That, that would be the juror that says, look, I cannot be fair. All right. Those are dismissals for cause. That's an example. And then after you get through those, there are what's called peremptory challenges, which typically – Absent some exceptions, are a, a jury can dismiss a potential or a, a attorney can dismiss a potential juror uh, based upon their answers to questions and for you know whatever reason, as long as prior to January, as long as those reasons weren't because of their membership in a protected class, you know, ethnicity, uh, gender, and things like that. Well, as of the first of the year, the list of things that a an attorney cannot dismiss a juror for has expanded to 
include if the juror expresses a distrust of law enforcement or had prior negative <laughs> negative dealings with law enforcement, either of themselves or family members. Historically, prosecutors would usually see somebody who said, yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I was arrested before or I had a bad uh, a run-in with the cops. Those folks would be punted by the prosecutor under a peremptory challenge. Well, now prosecutors can't rely on that as a basis for the peremptory challenge. And if they are shown to have done that, that is inappropriate conduct during jury selection. So I know that sounds boring, but that's really important and yeah. uh, in what, in what you can and can't do in jury trials now. So yep. we're going to, and it just starts in California. We're bringing that up. That means it's going elsewhere. We come back, we're going to talk about a few more new laws, and we're going to do our quick takes. Hang on, this is the last part of the show. Spread said, get those seatbelts on tight. Only one more leg to the flight left on Radio Law Talk. And we thank you for being with us for the show. Don't go away. and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance help line can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. <laughs> You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free to lose. You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. 
And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218-800-711-9218-800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. Is this real life? Are you serious? Oh, stop it. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. Oh, we're having so much fun here. I don't even know what to talk about anymore. <laughs> We've had some fun time talking off record. Todd, you want to talk about uh, another issue uh, after you talked about the, the new California law coming out? Uh, a, a, d- a different case issue? Is that yeah, what yeah, case, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you know the name Mike Lindell... Uh, the CEO of the of My Pillow, they big donors for Republicans right. back in the day and stuff. Well, he had filed a defamation lawsuit against the Daily Mail because the Daily Mail ran a story claiming that he he Lindell had had a secret affair with the actress Jane Krakowski. I believe she was in Thirty Rock. Um, She's she awesome. was in Ally McBeal too. Yes, and and very attractive and. He filed a defamation lawsuit because in the article saying they had a secret affair, they also said that he had been wooing her by sending her gifts, chocolates, and alcohol. And the reason he took exception to this was because he has been very uh, prominent in substance abuse recovery, specifically alcohol abuse recovery programs. And so if the story comes out that he – had provided alcohol that would adversely affect his uh, standing in the rehabilitation community. And that lawsuit was tossed by a judge who said that, yeah, this doesn't rise to the level of uh, defamation. So that is out, his defamation lawsuit. Okay, we can talk more about that, but I'm going to talk about Now, she denied this. Is this and, not and, right? she, and she denied. She doesn't that, know him. Is what she, she says claimed. she doesn't even know him. So, you know, there you go. But I thought he maybe would send her a pillow and a mattress topper or something like that. Well, you know, it, that, that's that's pillow talk. Cal. Actually, they have now. I guess we're throwing out stuff. He's now got like slippers. I saw on, on some. I was like, what? Yes, Those my, from pillows. My, and my pillow. Slippers. My slippers. My. my I, don't know. I don't know. We're giving him free. Well, guess what we're doing right now? <laughs> giving him free shout outs, Right. All right. Let me talk. We're talking about the new laws coming out, and I'm going to throw out something that's that's a new law. 
as Todd and Denise try to figure out what each other are laughing about. Let me. Uh, this is. I, I'm. I'm hesitant because I believe you should have the when when laws come out, you should take one off the books, right, Cal? We've yeah. talked about this. All yeah. right, a new laws because because they okay. I'm a new. I'm a new uh, congressman or woman, and I I'm a new you know assembly person, and and I gotta I gotta put some new laws out there. All right, go take one off the books. I believe the Trump administration tried to get the federal government to do that with shall we say limited success but well, that was his but, but there's just so many laws even as lawyers there's just so many yeah. I mean ones that are just it doesn't have to be something there's ones that just don't matter anymore right just take them off okay but there's a new one that's coming out that I think that's kind of good it's in a way it's making California and I bet it I bet it goes beyond California when stores throw food away they've got to now repurpose it and give it to like a food bank or people that need it. I remember, because I've worked in the food industry before, way, way back when, you weren't allowed to do that because, oh, or it's expired, right? Let's say Hostess pastry, Pastries, shout out for Hostess. We used to love to have those. And my dad would go get at the day-old bakery, They would they, the, the ones that were expired. But after they expired of so many days, they, they've got to throw them out. And the landfills are being filled with this food. My dad would buy them, and we put them in the freezer, and they're fine. Now, don't let them out for very long because if you took it out of the freezer for like two days and you didn't get to it, there'd be some little white stuff growing on it. Little quitters on there. <laughs> but, yes, right. but, but it's okay that if it just because it's, it's expired doesn't mean it's bad. But, Fred, my only question about this, has, when I first read this, I said, does sure. this need to be a matter, matter of conscience no. on the part of those businesses yes. or a matter of law? Do we need the state to step in and say you must And that's do why this? I agree with you. That's why I said it's a positive and a negative. Yeah. I, I don't like the fact that states, you know, got a mandate, all this stuff, but it's a good idea sure, yeah. to give this away. But before, Cal, my understanding, I don't know if it's back to the 70s or 80s, you weren't allowed to do that. Yes, that's right. And that's exactly. because, you know, uh, what's the famous Seinfeld one you talked about, Todd? Oh, it was the, the episode where they muffin tops. <laughs> and, and they only wanted to eat the muffin tops, so they gave the muffin bottoms to the homeless shelter right. who didn't want them because, well, these aren't the muffin tops. Nobody eats these. Nobody eats these. <laughs> It's inhumane. Not because they've been eaten off of, but because... <laughs> they broke it off. They just broke it off, right? All right, let's talk a little about... Hey, well, well, a part of that, yeah, too, yeah, that's ahead. really interesting, is that now you're going to have to compost. And now you're going to have to compost. So in your green waste in California, you're going to have to take food scraps that you would normally throw in the garbage or put down the drain, depending on yeah, who did what. You now you're going to be composting those as well as the trees, shrubs, and you know all your green waste. Or you do what Fred Penny does. Go ahead. Well, it just begs the question if use of the garbage disposal now could lead to a, the, the crime of wilton, wanton destruction of property evidence, concealing <laughs> evidence. Why? Because I, I use the garbage disposal on this half-eaten hamburger as opposed to throwing it away so the cops wouldn't find me. Yeah, they'll sit there. They'll have a little little cameras coming out by the by the uh, drains and everybody. Yeah, they're, 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 across the, they're across the street with binoculars. Okay, we don't move until he throws it in the sink. <laughs> I don't think I don't think a half-eaten hamburger is organic compost. It might be, but here's wow. the best part about where right. I live. Uh, I don't have to worry about this law because... Well, the ducks will eat it, right? No, <laughs> we just throw it over the edge of our property. We live on acreage. I <laughs> we've got our own compost going. Actually, my wife's really good about that. She loves to throw old you know, food and, and, and stuff in her garden, and she lets it compost, and she's like... 
we have so many deer eating stuff, and we got raccoons everywhere. I wonder why. Mm. Well, why don't you go out and look, see all the <laughs> eggshells that are drug around our property, and the half-eaten hamburger that Todd dropped over in there for our. Uh, that's all drug all over. That's why I tell my wife. So let's. Hey, speaking of that, let's talk about uh, the 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 show called Jackass. What about the show Jackass? Well, well, well. <laughs> what, what, what not about it? No, they had uh, one of the characters, I forgot his name, uh, Bam Margera. He filed a lawsuit against the show and the producers because he was in rehab. He was a longtime person on the show. While he was in rehab, they went to him and said, look, we'd like to have you back on the show, but if you test positive for any drugs, you know, you're out. So he goes back on the show. He takes Adderall for his ADHD. Guess what? He tested positive for Adderall, so they bounced him. He filed a lawsuit uh, based upon alleging several causes of action, not the least of which was um, violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act, unfair business practices, and what have you. The matter came up before in the legal proceedings for summary judgment, and the trial court said, yeah, we're not going to grant summary judgment to the defense the the plaintiff has met the bare minimum that this can go to a jury. So that case is still on. That is still on. Interesting. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't know if we want to talk about. We got Megan Markle. Who we're not going to talk about that. Oh yeah. Oh, go that ahead. Was a good one. Go go, Denise. Well, she finally won. She okay. won a, a defamation lawsuit against one of the um, newspapers, and mm-hmm. they had to say Apologize. they were sorry. And they and she got some compensation too as well. But most important, they had to come out and publicly apologize because what they did was they published portions of a handwritten note that she had written to her father right around the time that she was getting married, and it it, it had parts in it that were extremely private. And she actually won this lawsuit on the grounds of copyright infringement because they actually published pieces of that handwritten note. I apologize to anything I've written or said about anybody. I'm doing that in advance so I don't have to go to court and they make me apologize. All right? I, I apologize in advance. Or or advance of stuff in the past. If you take the debit card approach to apology, you could apologize now, and then you have free reign to go ahead and tick people off and just credit it against your your prepaid apology. Well, who cares about that? We care about quick takes. Is that all we care about? (laughs) Well, I think that's an important thing to care about because everyone loves to hear what your quick takes are. Fred, let's start with you. Let's do this. As an attorney, if you think you are... Winning a case by tricking or getting something in that's just controversial to your case, be careful because that doesn't help uh, if the other party appeals and wins. Okay, Mr. Kuhner, what's your quick take? Look, I think the real reason the Mike Lindell defamation lawsuit for the story about the affair with Krakowski, the real reason that was dismissed was because the judge clearly looked at, uh, well, Lindell's a 3 out of 10. Krakowski's like a 7 or 8 out of 10. Nine. If anybody had a defamation suit, it was her. (laughs) (laughs) And she didn't file. Denise, what's yours? Uh, I think we have a takeaway. Um, It is Mary up from MDBA player to Dr. Dre. Well, that's a good good take. Wait, appreciate you being here. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. We're here every single Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time. Thank you for joining us. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. 
a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-985-1813 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-985-1813 now. Again, that's 800-985-1813. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer.